336 on KDKA. Going to talk right now with a guest on the Discontinued Pittsburgh Newsline. He is Aaron Skirbin. He is Director of Safety and Security for the Allegheny Intermediate Unit. They are an organization that helps schools in the entire region. Aaron, it's good to have you back on the program. How are you? I'm doing well, Rick. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. So when you heard the news about what was going on in Texas, what immediately goes into action? Is there a response just in case there's a copycat or something like that? Or is it simply a matter of monitoring what's going on in all the schools the same way all the time? In the case of what happened in Texas, you know, in in our region, it was simply, I think, a matter of monitoring what was going on. Um, you know, becoming aware of the situation, learning as much as you can. And, and there's always the fear of some kind of copycat. But when it's that far away, you know, physically distanced that far away, um, it's more of a question of monitoring, keeping your eyes and ears open, and um, just kind of making sure that you're looking over your plans and preparation and uh, keeping your ear to the ground um, for, for hearing anything that there might be some issue locally. Who is responsible for the training of school resource officers? Is that up to the individual local departments? Is that up to state police? Is that up to the, the intermediate unit? Who is responsible for that? So uh, Pennsylvania passed law in, uh, I believe it was 2019, Act 67, which requires that anybody that is a school resource officer, school police officer, or school security officer uh, is trained, the, the legislation calls out the NASRO model, which is a model employed by the National Association of School Resource Officers. It's a, a five-day, uh, 40-hour course, um, and then there are several other advanced courses you could take beyond the SRO course. So the responsibility falls to, you know, in the case of a school resource officer, which is a municipal officer whose duty is assigned to a school, that responsibility will be negotiated between the um, district and the police department who pays for it, essentially, but they have to have it. In the case of a school police officer who is a, you know, a sworn officer employed by the school district, the school district would be responsible for that. And in the case of a school security officer, um, that's often negotiated if folks are hiring a firm to provide security or if the district employs their own, then they would be responsible for that. And there are some other agencies that, uh, that offer uh, equivalent training um, but the NASRO course is kind of the one that's called out um, and that most people utilize. Right. So give us a sense for how many districts tend to use actual municipal officers who are assigned to the school, school resource officers. Is that number widely known? Um, off the top of my head, Rick, I honestly don't know what that number is. I know that there are a good many school districts in Allegheny County that have that partnership that actually employ school resource officers. Um, and then the ones that don't, many of them have a uh, school police officer. And that number is kind of growing. I've seen a few districts locally begin to um, move to the model of having their own SPO as an employee of the district as opposed to the SRO model. But but many of the districts in the county have one or the other. Got it. So what do we do in terms of protecting our kids in school. I mean, we had somebody on when we had the shooting in Michigan that they said, hey, listen, we've got desks that basically are bulletproof desks that rather than being horizontal, they flip to vertical and that provides a shield. I mean, we hear all these things about bulletproof doors. We hear people about saying, let's put up metal detectors in our schools. I mean, there are so many different ideas out there. But Aaron, what do we do about all of the different ideas out there in in terms of making it safer in the schools? I think really, Rick, it's, it has to be 
you know, you have to look at all aspects of what security means. It, it needs to be balanced. We don't want to create schools that are fortresses and unwelcoming. And by, by fortress, I don't mean that it's not secure, but I mean we don't want it to be like you're walking into a prison or something. These need to be nurturing, welcoming right. environments. Um, and so, you know, each community kind of has to assess what their vulnerabilities are, what the capabilities they have to, because these things cost money too. Security, sure. security equipment is incredibly expensive. And, and so, you know, you have to take a look at not only what you feel is appropriate for your community by talking with your kids, with your teachers, with your parents, um, working through boards and administrators to figure out what is the way that they want to go. But also you have to figure out how to pay for these things as well. And then whatever you do have, that you do it with fidelity, that you make sure that your processes and procedures are followed. Have visitor check-ins, have um, you know, have your, lock your doors, you know, I mean, some basic things like that, like whatever you do, it has to be done um, with fidelity. I have one final question for Aaron Skirman, Director of Safety and Security for the Allegheny Intermediate Unit. Aaron, you talked about talking to your kids about that. How do you do that? Because I know you've been trained in terms of these communication things during high-stress situations, but how do you do that without scaring the kids? I mean, they need to understand the severity of it, but they also don't want to be terrified about going back to school, right? I mean, how do you do that? Right. Well, you have to know your kids. You know, I think for teachers and parents, that, that goes equally. You have to know your kids and, and know, you know, where kind of they are. You have to let them express how they're feeling. I think it starts there. Let them right. let them share their thoughts. Let them tell you what they feel and kind of go with them. Meet the kids where they are. Um, you know, you're right. We don't want to scare kids, but but it's becoming harder and harder, unfortunately, to, you know, shield them from these realities. Um, you know, and, and so in terms of talking with kids, you can't, I don't think you cannot tell them, you know, but you have to kind of meet them where they are at an appropriate level and kind of work it through with them. I, my, you know, as a parent, I, I have a five-year-old, you know, I, I kind of take her lead. Now she's not aware of this. She's not in school yet. She'll mm -hmm. start kindergarten in the fall. Um, but you know, I, I've thought a lot about this, I've, I've thought a, a, a tremendous amount about this over the last couple of days in particular. And, and I, you know, you kind of have to let let her, let the kids talk to you, tell tell you where they are with it, and then guide them through it um, in, in, in the most gentle and nurturing way possible. But we also have to teach them to be prepared. You know, so with younger kids, there are there are, there are resources out there for teachers to be like Run Hide Fight or Alice Training, whichever model the school is using, that are taught in social stories to make it. Not not a game necessarily, but to explain it in such a way that it's not going to be frightening to yeah, them, yeah. Um, so that they understand. You know, when the teacher tells you this, this is really serious, and you have to listen and you do what they tell you to. You know, and and it's not like anything else; it's a different situation. And and then with older children, you could kind of have some more frank conversations with them, um, and and uh, and talk about how you would respond. Yeah, Aaron, a lot of heavy stuff, but thanks for for coming on with us and helping to break it down. We appreciate it. Anytime, Rick. Thanks yep. for having me. Thanks. Aaron Skirbin, joining us, Director of Safety and Security, Allegheny Unit, right now.